Yes, yes. When she comes in to town? I guess so. November. <laughs> so we're talking about Moonchild. Uh, Shout out to Moonchild. <laughs> I'm Jaren. I'm Josh. And we got a special guest here. Uh, We'd like to welcome Jay Riley, vocalist, collaborator, per- person, friend of the podcast. Jay, Jay Riley. Thanks so much for having me. For sure. Thank you for joining us. Uh, nice to get some feminine energy in here every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. We've got Jay Riley. This is the audio files. Uh, we don't know what we're talking about. But we're about to have fun doing it. We, since Jay Riley is a vocalist, a um, professional musician, we're kind of going to aim at vocalists a little bit this episode. Definitely. Jaren and I have pretty distinct opinions on like who we like yeah, to listen to, who we gravitate. Well, for, first of all, what have you been listening to lately, Jaren? Ooh, um, so like I said, uh, some Nipsey Hussle, uh, actually a lot of Nipsey Hussle, um, his last album, uh, I've been kind of having on repeat this week. It's kind of been speaking to me, you know. I feel like I'm, I've really been in like grind mode, not just with this, but with like a lot of things, and that's definitely uh, the mentality that the album comes from. So a lot of Nipsey Hustle, um, Summer Walker, I've been getting into. Um, one of my friends uh, put me on on that like maybe a year ago, and I wasn't really feeling it, but uh, it's speaking to me now. So shout out to Steph if you're listening. Um, thank you, mm. and also. Um, like, you know, some old school hip hop, some Rakim, Big Daddy Kane, stuff Naturally. like that. Right. Yeah. Last week we were talking about those dudes. I had to look some of them up just yeah, to like to educate back. myself a little bit. I listened to some of Redman's record. Oh, what? I don't know. But he's overrated, man. Yeah, man. I had to yeah. definitely go back after, you know, we had that whole segment about, you know, best hip hop artists by year. I had to go back and listen to some of those 80s cats and see what the fuss was about. Yeah. I don't know about all that. I just got to say that the beats were trash back then. So yeah. The lyrics yeah, might have been be cool, said. but, you it's know. It's got to be said. Like, it's, it's really beats I feel like my 10-year-old cousin could make. Um, wow. <laughs> like, legit. Rough. Legit. <laughs> like, the, the eight, I'm sorry. Like, I know a lot of old heads are probably going to come at me about this, but come on. Like, y'all want to talk trash about, you know, hip-hop from, like, the 2000s and beyond, but our beats are killing y'all. Like, you know, with the exception of, like, a few Run DMC beats, the beats were pretty trash in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Sorry, old heads. Jay, what uh, what have you been listening to? I've been listening to a little bit of Moonchild, a little bit of Georgia Smith. Georgia Smith's always on my mind. Man, mm, um, mine too. Yeah. Mine too. She um, Always on my screensaver too, but as you can see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, um, she has such a unique sound um, and one that is really unparalleled right now, I think, and that's probably why she's featured on such interesting stuff, you know, everything from Drake to Black Panther soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, Kendrick. Kendrick. Crazy stuff. Oh, well, I guess that is the Black Panther that soundtrack. That is, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. George is, George is nice. I saw her in concert last year. Pretty, uh... Oh, where did you see her? Uh, what was it? The Warfield, I believe? Yeah. yeah the Warfield. Yeah. I was, like, right up close, too. Yeah. I swear she was looking at me a few times. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to... Maybe I just wanted her to look at me, so I'm thinking she was looking at me, but she kept looking in my direction a few times. That's funny. And I will say I was, like, at least five inches taller than everybody that was, like, around me. So I'm pretty sure she was looking at me, so. I was at the very same show. Yeah? Yep. It was It was, it was nice, an amazing one, yeah. Uh, Raven Lene was the opener, right? That's. I think that's right. Yeah, she was nice, too. Yeah, I wasn't familiar with her, but um, loved the sound and... It doesn't surprise me that Georgia would bring someone really interesting on tour yeah, with her. Yeah, yeah, I think there's. Yeah, Georgia's pr- totally pretty good. Totally good music. Yeah, <laughs> totally good record. Yeah. Are you, totally. are you familiar, Soda? Oh, very, very. It's from her old stuff and her new stuff, especially, you know. 
Her middle stuff, though, is really where... Yeah, I don't really stand Georgia the same way that Jaren does. I think there's other factors besides the music at play. Hey, man, I, I would not <laughs> disagree with that. There's definitely <laughs> other factors that play with this. Um, I've been listening to Steely Dan. Always. So, Forever. No, but you know what's really exciting? Maybe I'm the only one that ever in the entire history of the world has gotten excited about this, but my friend got gaucho and surround sound. So I've been listening to Steely Dan and surround sound. Interesting. It's incredible. How was the experience? Gaucho? Gaucho, it's it's it. They did it's a record they did right after Asia. It's probably my favorite Steely Dan. Go shout out Gaucho. Hold on. That, not Asia. Nope. Whoa. Gaucho's a stronger Whoa. record. Whoa. Yeah, that's Shots right. Fired. That's right. That's a that's a unpopular you heard it claim. Here first. <laughs> uh, not that I know what I'm talking about, but I, I really don't know like what you're talking about. Either. I really like listening to music and surround sound. I think that's going to be a thing yeah. pretty soon. It's pretty but nice. We'll be nerdy on another episode. It's like the virtual reality of or sound. I'll, be nerdy on another episode hmm. <laughs> um vocalists getting back to this thing so jay you've been singing for how many minutes years minutes. a few minutes you know what i'm saying um no i'm pretty sure uh i'm sure my first words were were sung you know uh, oh, wow. there are some there are some some og videos of young jay uh just staring at myself in the mirror just singing straight <laughs> to myself super embarrassing thing to watch when you are <laughs> older but um makes total sense now that i look at that's it, you know? that's good stuff i'd like to see that and probably sample it because it's probably impeccable it's uh it's not impeccable but it's sure fucking hilarious just so. to give jay some credibility and in this circle of music makers that i roll with we call her the secret weapon because you <laughs> yeah, put her on definitely. a track you feature jay on a track and it just becomes like an unstoppable hit she's on She's worked with Casey a lot. We we use her fantastic voice on a lot of the records. She's got her own single. Shout out. Fucking uh, promote your single, Jay. <laughs> okay. Well, um, you can listen to my single, No Difference, released um, in March this year. Um, yeah, if you'd like to check it out, you can find it on all major streaming platforms. You can holler at me, um, Becoming Jay Riley, on Instagram. And um, if you have some thoughts, I'd love to hear them. Just so you know, if I had heard this song in the wild, I would recommend it. See, which that's is, how you plug yourself right there, which yeah, she just did. That was pretty impressive. <laughs> I like that. that was we fantastic. We need you to do our promo. <laughs> now. Uh, yes, the public relations comes out. So now that, now that we've established our guest as a semi-credible vocalist. Who is totally planning on coming to this <laughs> session, by the way. Don't, don't, and was not dragged into this. Come on, don't spoil the behind the whatsoever. scenes. Whatsoever. Um, we're going to talk about, this. we're going to pit some <laughs> vocals list against each other. Cause again, Jaren and I have a lot of disagreements about who we like to listen to. Always close to apparently we've crossed this bridge a few times in episodes past, but Jaren and I have a beef over Lane Staley and Chris Cornell. Man. It's okay. So we've talked about, we're both grunge fans and Jay, you hit to grunge. You a big grunge cat. I must say this is out of my area of expertise, but I am here to mediate so they don't kill each other here in the studio. That's good. That's we need that. I swear you were in the grunge when I saw the jacket. <laughs> I definitely in the grunge. <laughs> yeah, the denim jacket. Funny story. I actually uh, got uh, Josh. No, you don't need to tell that story. Yeah, I do. Actually, so I'm a big to. fan. <laughs> I got to tell her. No, now. no, no. Tell, tell, so, um, tell the audience. So basically, I came content to a, get on. Whatever. I, I came in here with the denim jacket, like uh, you know, kind of faded or whatever. And we were actually talking about grunge that night, and I was like, "Yeah, bro, you know, uh, 
I spent all my money on this. You know, I got it from auction. This was actually Kurt Cobain's jacket. He's like, oh, no way. Really? And it just it was going on for a little bit. And I was like, no, nah, I'm just playing. <laughs> I wasn't just totally pulling his leg. You forget that I'm the guy that can edit all this out later in post. Anyway, yeah, but you won't. What the hell was I talking about, man? Grunge, Lane Staley. I'm a big Alice and Chains guy. Jaron is under the false impression that Chris Cornell is a more talented. Rest in peace, both of those people. They're both. Or somehow. They're both unbelievably. <laughs> they're both unbelievably proficient singers, but I don't know. Lane Staley has always gotten to me more, so I'm going to kind of stick with Nah. Him. I mean, I got Lane Staley was great. Um, not Chris Cornell great, but he was great. I feel like Lane Staley, honestly, I hear a lot of effects when he's singing. Um, there's a lot of like background work going on. And so you see, I think that's to his credit. Like, I like the layering. I do too, but I, I also think that gives the false impression that he's a better vocalist than he is. Not saying that he's bad, but he's well, not a different, Chris Cornell. That's a different dude. kind of chop, being able to harmonize, come up with super cool different parts. You're right, but Chris Cornell didn't need that. Well, Lane Staley, you, have you, you've heard some of the stuff where he's just singing solo. There's no harmony. It's not really getting to me like that. Not really, not really speaking to me the same way. It's Chris like they Cornell both knows. go to for a similar thing. I just think Lane Staley has so much more angst. He does. You know? I, I will say that, but that doesn't necessarily mean better. Um, I definitely hear hear a little more pain in Lane Staley's voice, but Chris Cornell, I hear the pain, but I also hear like a lot more passion. Um, He's able to hit notes that Lane probably couldn't even dream of hitting. Um, Here's a question. What's the lyrical content that Chris Cornell puts 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 out? I've heard, I haven't analyzed it as much as I have the Alice in Chains yeah, stuff. Um, you know, typical grunge shit, you know. Yeah, word. I hate myself. I hate sad, myself. You know. I love leather, I mean, denim jackets. Half the time, I don't know what they be talking about, but it sounds nice. I think it just struck me. I, I th talked about this before, but like Allison Chain's self-titled is just Lane singing about how he's dying from heroin. It's, you can't make a heavier record than that, you know? Yeah. Not one I really want to check out, though. Not convinced. Nah, not, Zero percent no. convinced. That just sounds like a, it, it. if I ever wanted to put myself in a depression, like I would listen to that record. You had a, you must have had a better time in high school than I did, Jaren. Like I, it's got to nah. be said. I, I actually didn't have the best time in high school. Um, but, you know. Listen, if I didn't have Alice in Chains, I would have been in a bad, I would have been in a dark place, man. That's probably why you were in a dark place, because of Alice in Chains. It's probably That's a combination of things. It's a combination. <laughs> Listen, Alice in Chains has got to be some of the best release from just some of that, like, super pit of the heart of, like, I'm 17, I have no control over my life. I mean, not that that's what he was trying to speak to, but like, man, I don't know. I don't, I've never heard anyone capture that better than he did. There was like a time where I just, nobody else got to him in the same, got to me in the same way. It's like, man, just give me like the, the straight up juiciest, like grit that you can. See, I feel you. And I think you're coming at it. We're talking about vocalists. I think you're coming at it from more of a standpoint of like, I connect with this guy more, you know, he, uh, he, he reminds me of a certain point in my life and he got me through certain things where I'm just like, yeah, I really like Chris Cornell's voice. Like, I think he's dope, you know, as far as a vocalist. I don't think Lane Staley is on the same level in that way. So I think we kind of having two separate arguments. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Well, I think I, they're both valid, though. And I think there's a lot to be said about um, being a vocalist and, and using your unique style to reach an audience in a way that's deeper than just the notes, of course, you know, having that um, ability to really 
share with your audience what you're going through and have them empathize, that's that's what we want, you know? No, I think Jaren's full of shit. Okay, so <laughs> FKA Twigs, right, Georgia Smith, That's this is another argument. I think we've touched upon this. In yeah, but I just want to say before we go on to the next, see how he just backtracked out of that? He didn't even have the argument, so... <laughs> That definitely we call says Chris Cornell is a better is definitely a better vocalist than Lane Staley. And he you might have even, this one. There might be more chop here. Yeah, okay, there might well, be more you. chop. You might have this one. I told you the man sounds well, like. Well, I wonder James what the audience Brown thinks. And Steven Tyler had a kid. Chime that's, in. That's who Chris. Let Cornell me know. Was. Let me know if 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 you guys relate who you relate to better and whether you, uh, make your own damn podcast. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think you're right, man. I think it's I think it speak, speaks to me. It's the same thing of like I know that Wolf isn't. Tyler the Creator's best album, yeah. but it's my favorite album because I was like seventeen and sixteen, and I needed that record so badly. Oh, definitely. Oh my god, it like yeah. inspired my a lot of my life decisions, which is crazy. But utter I was a, rage. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, I was a monumental record, and I he was inventing so many of those things. He was displaying so much creativity. Like, granted, it got refined in the later mm-hmm. Flower Boy and mm-hmm. so on. But but man, Wolf, I just. I just in that's special place in my heart, you know. Yeah. Immortalize. So FK Twigs and Georgia Smith. I think we've talked about this. They're in like a similar camp of like watery R and B. I wouldn't even necessarily consider FK Twigs R and B though. Yeah, personally. I don't know that I would. What either. would you consider FK Twigs? Um, not R and B. Otherworldly shit. Yeah, I just I don't know. Not to get in my race bag, but I just think she's considered that because she's black. Yeah. No, no, yeah, no. definitely. If she was a white artist, she'd be alternative. Hell yeah. no. No, no, I, no. I, I'm, I agree with that. It's the no. It's the songwriting, man. Nah, the production is super otherworldly. The production is on some crazy like FK. I mean, not FK. Flying Lotus, you know. Yeah, that's. You're yeah. right, but is that R and B? No, it's not. But I'm no, talking. No, but there is a very heavy jazz influence in that, and and. You can see that in both, actually. I'm just listen. It's the songwriting. It's the melodies. It's the melodies. It's like it's like a song like "Lights On" or I mean, it, half of the stuff of LP One. No, the the EPs were more experimental, right? You've heard LP One, right? Jim? Yeah. That's a that's more geared toward R and B. Like, it takes less risks. I still it takes a lot of risks, but it takes fewer risks. Like, song arrangement, traditional songwriting wise. I disagree. Man, I okay. It's not a race thing. Let me just get that straight, man. It's. <laughs> I mean, it's not, but I'm saying she's categorized as such because she's black. Literally, I don't think what I don't think music content alone. Sh- there's a better label for. There's a better genre for her. I think just alternative. alternative? Yeah. Alternative, such a sh- shitty. Right, but though. look, think about how many artists what does that are categorized mean? as alternative. Yeah. I don't know. I let's. Oh, I don't want to just not ever use that when I'm trying to describe people. It's like, what does alternative even mean, really? Like that. That's the. That's the most lazy generalization that you could put music. I agree. Into. Alternative anything too. But I think she'd fall into that camp. You know, it's just like you said. Somebody's too lazy to categorize some. Or I. I think experimental would be a better way to categorize. Experimental an is like just her. as general. It's like experimental. Uh, what? I think it's experimental R and B for sure. It's definitely not R and B. But all right. Okay. We're, that's another conversation. Georgia Smith is though. Yeah, right. Definitely R&B. You would you consider definitely. Okay, so there's definitely an artist that I connect to better out of these two people. I'd take a wild guess. Yeah, you could take a wild guess. FK Twig. Right, and mm-hmm. I'm, you're a big Georgia Smith. Definitely. Guy, yeah, it's okay to be wrong, you know. Well, that's Ooh. an intense Ooh, thing to say. Coming in the clutch today. This is mm-hmm. crazy, Jay. Who do you who do you like more out of those two people? Georgia Smith, easily. Yes. That's crazy. Easily. So you don't like the FK Twigs records? 
It's not that I don't like them. Um, it's just it it takes work for me to listen to them. That's right? a I, super funny way of describing. I gotta it. really be dedicated. Or how? Um, no, it, it's more just okay. I'm gonna put this on and I'm gonna. There's there's gonna be a lot of analyzing when this is happening. Whereas if I'm listening to Georgia Smith, um, of course, dependent on the tune, but she she's so expressive in how she sings, and that I find to be quite relaxing and, and quite easy to listen to. I think Georgia Smith is a way better vocalist, but I think the idea that it needs more analyzing is more to the merit of, like, I think there's more creativity there. Like, the production is really wild on FKA Twit. Like, you really haven't heard other records produced like FKA Sure, Twit. but these are two different things. I mean, if yeah, you want to talk just... about just vocalists, like... Yeah, Georgia Smith's better. Wait, well, what? I, that, I did not expect you to say oh, that. Oh, really? What's crazy is yeah. I'm going to be totally... I think, technically, FKA Twigs is a better vocalist. That's Whoa. crazy. But... All right, we're I'm, flipping. I like... <laughs> I connect to Georgia much more, and I'd much rather listen to Georgia Smith. But if we're just talking just... Uh, ability, I, I definitely think FK Twigs. Okay, well, let's hold up for one second. Let's talk about range for one second FK here. FK Twigs. No, no. Georgia Smith's yeah, range. FK Twigs lives in this insane. little lives in this little whispery feminine soprano land. Okay, I, I, she doesn't let's really. Let's talk need... about "Don't Watch Me Cry" for one second. Yeah, Georgia's got some. Georgia's got some. I'm just when I when I think about the general content of the music, though, right? Yeah. Like, and, and then you know how I am about people. I want them to take risks. I want to hear some super weird production techniques. I want to hear like then you put the twigs on yeah. crazy chord changes yeah See, that's the thing like i feel you know conversely about these artists like, okay i think fk twigs is a better singer but i rather listen to georgia smith a bit more like you know what i mean yeah i know what you're saying so i don't know sometimes honestly i love georgia to death i can't believe i'm saying this on air but sometimes i feel like she's kind of lazy when she's singing hmm. like maybe because i've seen her live too and she kind of didn't really you know, move around and connect with the crowd. Yeah, you sometimes. didn't. You didn't give the best accolades to the uh, the, the, the live, but yeah. she's still like twenty two. You know what I mean? Probably her first big tour, first or second big tour. So she she's definitely gonna grow. But I don't know. I just feel like she's kind of like phoning it in sometimes. Like, ah, oh, you know, I'm a singer. I guess. So I guess so. But I think that's kind of the whole magic about her. Yeah, she is very much in, in the way of, you know, Lana does the same thing where, no. yeah, no. absolutely, where she's like you know, this is my style. It's like a passive. It's, okay. She's not jumping around on stage, but she has such a grace in her way of just being mm -hmm. that she doesn't need to, you know, wear a crazy outfit and jump around and everybody clap and everything. It's a much more, this is my talent and I'm just going to let it envelop you. You know. I think you got a point, but as far as Georgia, I'm saying it in terms of like her note, cho n note choices sometimes, mm -hmm. like she's kind of just, you know, phoning it in sometimes. Yeah, but I think there's such a, that's such a great way to be yeah. because that shows that you are comfortable and you know what you're doing it very much more so than I can hit all these notes and let's, you know, see how much I can do. Her relaxed style of um, singing sometimes off the voice and and keeping in a lot of the um, kind of, you know, stuff that you might want to edit out usually. She keeps those in on purpose. Uh, I watched an interview with her and she said that those are really important things to keep in there because those that's what makes you human and that's what makes it easy to easy to connect to, you know? 
and she and obviously when you're live that's just gonna happen um but her little voice cracks and things like that yeah i think that's what makes her different from the rest and i really appreciate that no i love george i'm just you know i i want to see how she's gonna grow um like i said she's yeah i'm curious too i mean lost and found hey that's like her first actual one of my favorite albums of last year actually yeah yeah and 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 a few of those songs too had already been released so um hey you know we're gonna watch her grow in the next whatever and it's i'm here for it we don't know what we're talking about i'm having fun doing it you having fun jay yeah you having having fun fun. we uh we're gonna take a quick break back in a sec i've given all of my love to this broken home so i don't I like that record, man. Georgia Smith puts together a a, a, a half decent record, man. Whoa, gotta hand it to her. See, I Three wasn't going that decent. far. It's a, it's a she does a bang up job. It's like a good seven and a half out of ten. <laughs> okay, Pitchfork. <laughs> yeah, well, you know that's what I do in my spare time. I, I read music reviews, mm. the albums when they come out. Yeah, Jaren's really doing this. So, uh, yeah, made did it so much I made a, my own show to do it kind of stuff. Jay, uh, who's some of your favorite vocalists? Some of my favorite vocalists. Um, wow. Erica Badu, gotta oh. give a shout out easily. Um, I mean, if we're going OG, Ella Fitzgerald, we have to give some love. Um, but I like, I don't know, I can be basic too. A little Nora Jones in there, never hurt no one. Literally has never hurt anyone. <laughs> Literally has only That's caused definitely uh, in my sleep playlist. Um, uh, don't know why. Yeah, definitely in my yeah. sleep playlist. Fun fact: saying saying don't know why in fourth oh, grade. That's, that's too obvious for my talent show. Of course you did. Yeah, good times. Yeah, it's a good song. Yeah. I remember when that came out. I was I was younger. I think it came out like two thousand two. Whenever it would come on the radio, like at night. I'd be sleeping in the car, like mm-hmm. not because it was boring, just it's so soothing, mm-hmm. you know. So, uh, Erica Badu, Ella Fitzgerald, mm-hmm. Nora Jones. Yeah, I mean, oof. you're not big on the male vocalists. No, I like us. I do, I do <laughs> like male vocalists. Equality. Uh, no, I, I definitely, I definitely do. Um, I just, I'm, I'm partial to uh, the female voice, uh, tonality wise. I think like. The timbre is just—it's—it's it's special. You know what I'm saying? What are what are your male um, vocalists then? Well, I mean, I like I—I'm probably if I really think about it, I'm probably a little more partial to uh, female vocalists too. I think. You see what I'm saying? You're I just think men's voices here. are kind of boring sometimes. You <laughs> they know can I mean? be in their natural state. Now, if we talking like somebody you know, like Prince or Maxwell singing like higher, mm-hmm. you know, register, that's different, but. Just yeah. Like a, um, Hit us with the Daniel Caesar. Like a Luther and- Vandross is boring as hell to me. Sorry. <laughs> To all my Luther oh. fans out there. Hey, Luther, if you're listening. I'm so sorry. Ed, sir. <laughs> he didn't mean it. If you're, Luther, if you're listening up there, he didn't mean but it. You know, I'm all about like the Marvin Gaye all day. Oh, yes. You know? Of um, course. But all right, outside of like those guys, um, Sid, definitely from the internet. Um, the kid. Yeah, hey. Yes. Better put some emphasis on that. Yeah. The. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sid. Uh, they have Erica a crazy ba- voice, too. Yeah. 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 Erica Badu would be in mine as well. Um, 
like I said, Maxwell, uh, D'Angelo. Definitely D'Angelo. Michael Jackson. Yeah, you have to show love to Michael Jackson. But, um, yeah, he's a complicated one, (laughs) you know. How so? Uh, I think he just gets a little bit into, like, you know, ability to separate the artist from... Oh, okay. That's a whole different podcast. Mm -hmm. It's a whole... I I see what you did. That's a strong And then definitely um, Robert Plant. Oh, yeah, for sure. Man, I think he might... To me, he's probably the best rock singer of all time. Like, that dude could do things with his voice. And I'm just like, how in the world? Absolutely. And the flexibility, too. Um, yeah. To go from the folky shit. You don't to... think he's something of a one-trick pony? He always got to disagree. At, he always got to oh, find a way to disagree. Not whatsoever. I've heard a lot of this stuff where it's like he always kind of takes it to the same place, you know? Nah. I don't know. I completely uh, disagree. I could say that about... Uh, what's his face? Uh, Bob Dylan. Uh, well, I'm not gonna throw Bob Dylan. Yeah, in we're not doing that. I'm saying this is an artist. I'm not representing him as a as a vocalist here at all. No, because why would you? The guy can't sing. Oh my! Hold God. up! Yeah. Hold up! <laughs> Yikes, dude! Oh man! Man, hey, look, I Bob Dylan makes me feel like man, you should start making records. If this guy can be one of the most like famous people, like you can do it. Okay, let's talk about poetry for one second, though. Yes. Ah. Like. Take Damn us it. home with the right, with the rhymes and the You're right. The rhymes. And listen the, to Jay, Jaren. If your voice is so terrible, I'm not gonna be able to get past that to actually listen to Oh, you just gotta get comfortable with it. You just gotta bathe in just it for like get, just bathe. two minutes. Two minutes. And then you'll be like, Oh, you know, this <laughs> this is pretty nice actually. Let's let's just add some nice harmonica in here and mm. take me right home, you know? You know, something yeah, I, I actually recommend, um, if you're totally, if you're like my co-host Jaron, and you're totally off-put by Bob Dylan's voice, and an idiot, <laughs> and an I- idiot, I'm an idiot. The birds have no some respect. The birds, you know the birds, right? I've heard of them. They've got some really good Dylan covers, and they do it a lot more melodically than he does. And Roger McGuinn's voice goes down That's a lot. My easy. last shot of the night. I'm pretty sure anybody can do his songs more melodically. Come than on, last shot of the night. It has <laughs> not the last shot of the night. That's not might not be, but I'm gonna try to make it. But yeah, check out the the birds. They did a record, Mr. Tambourine Man, I think it's called, and, and it's like they do a lot of Bob Dylan cover covers, and you know, might check that out. Help, will help. they will they play a song for you? Spoonful of sugar, incredible <laughs> reference, Jay. <laughs> incredible reference. So yeah, so I can hear this poetry you guys speak of. Yeah, so you can hear all of this wonderful poetry that Jay and I are trying to that you're trying to tell you about. So uh, now we now we put it to you, sir. What are some of your favorite vocalists? Favorite vocalists? I'm a big Brazilian guy. I've talked about some of these guys before, but I love Jao Gilberto and Rosa Passos. And uh, I don't know. I think I think my favorite vocalists these days are soothing guys. You know. And uh, you still just won't listen to Gretchen Parlato every time I recommend. I every Gretch every moment of Gretchen Parlato I'm very into. Yeah. But haven't slapped a record yet. Big recommend for me on my list. And everyone listening, check out Gretchen. Gretchen. Really good stuff. Yeah. Astrid Gilberto is one of my favorites too. Mm. Brazilian. Something, I don't know. Maybe they're just more relaxed down what there. What about like some uh, American people? American people? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I really like Elliot Smith. English. I really like Elliot Smith because I'm like, a, like sure. a nerdy dude like that or sad dude. I don't know. And then. Uh, so only five tracks at once? <laughs> yeah, only five. I don't know. I mean, a lot of the times. Like, I love these Brazilian vocalists, but a lot of the times I'm a songwriter guy. I'm a songwriting, so the vocalist kind of serves the purpose of 
just of telling me what the melody and the words are. Mm. It's just another instrument. So I'm not such a vocalist fan. I mean, I love you know I love Amy and I love the mm. the ones you know. Yeah. I used to love Lane Staley when I was in that place, but it's almost like I'd much rather you speak to me with good songwriting. That's why I love Bob Dylan. So that makes that's, sense. That doesn't yeah, rub me right the wrong way Bob. so much. Guess it's all a preference thing. See, I I, I care about the lyrics, but I I'd much rather hear um you know good melody and good you know just. Make it sound good to my ear, not necessarily my mind all the time. There's got to be both for sure. There's, if the vocalist isn't strong, it's hard for me to listen to. Right, I think that's a more common way of ingesting music. If we I, listen to humans singing, you know. If I uh, was always looking for lyrics every time, like I wouldn't be a Young Thug fan. So. Oh man, but the some <laughs> of the lyrical content, Jaren, you're nah. selling, you're selling him short here. I mean, if sometimes sure like something. he has his moments, but you know, as a whole. No. You know who I think is an incredibly good vocalist with great melodic ideas with a terrible, terrible, terrible voice? Who? Trippy. Mm. He's, oh, what? He, yeah, I'm, I gotta, yeah, it's he, gotta be said. He really drives me the, fucking up a The wall. reason I love him so much, <laughs> yeah, yep. See, the reason I love him so much and listen to his records so incessantly and recommend him is because the melodic ideas are fan-fucking-tastic. Yeah. But half the time he's living in a range that is not his range. I would agree, actually. Now that I'm thinking about it, like he does this thing with his voice, and it sounds like he's crying, like yelling yeah, at the it's, same time. It's actually it's like, it gives me pure anxiety. Is what that's it does. incredible. He almost sounds <laughs> like he's like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like something's wrong with him. Like he has some kind of like developmental issue or something. You know? like, <laughs> oh, like no, man. no, listen, like literally, like. Didn't you say that was gonna be the last shots fired? No, that's, not <laughs> shot. that's literally not a shot. I'm saying like that's literally how he sounds to me, like. Yeah, this listen being said, voice. we both of us still listen to the records. Yeah, I don't fuck with Trippy, but hell yeah. I think something's wrong with him when I listen to him. Like, what the hell is, is wrong with this guy? It's like a heavy metal approach to the genre. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uzi and uh, Uzi and Cardi have been doing that a lot in their later years. Living in that range that it's like, dude, get out of there. That Cardi is not B. Playboy. Oh, you know I don't give a damn. About mm, you know I don't give a damn about Playboy. No, but they live in this range where it's just like if you went down an octave. You and you can sing where you're comfortable singing and not in this like crazy thing. Yeah. It's like, man, the music would be way more compelling. But a lot of these guys aren't singers, though. You know what I mean? They just no, they're songwriters, lyricists, voc voc vocalists. Whatever you want to call what a lot of these maybe guys it's are. just for me that it, these... it it sounds like they're you know just having a terrible time in the studio. Yeah, for real. <laughs> you know, they Trying probably to force are. it. Yeah, and coming from a place of like vocal technique is you know. Woo, important stuff that's just scares the living hell out of me <laughs> so before we get out of here uh jay what's a what's a modern vocalist that you just hear like this is this person is totally overrated i don't know what the hype is that's a hard question that's a hard question yeah, ariana grande talk some shit before we get out of here ariana grande i don't understand yeah. it at all what i, I don't Fuck get yeah. it i get she's cute whatever what? but uh, um this is so refreshing. there's nothing unique about her at all maybe i don't know really what the attraction is i saw her i did see her live before you give me shit i was working for the yamaha tent i did not pay money to watch ariana grande and she i mean there was just nothing compelling about the performance she was just walking around in her little outfit i was i was outfit. i was capital b bored wow that is a savage roast those are the shots that I will fire on Ariana Grande. Um, yeah, it just doesn't do it for me, you know. And Seven Rings, I'm sorry. 
why was that a hit again? Yes. Does it sound like a Christmas song? It's, no, it sounded like uh, Sound of Music or whatever it is. I was so confused. I was like, did, did nobody catch that? It was like the, I was so surprised by that. Ariana Grande, I'm sorry. Respect you, but um, not a fan of the music. So it's my turn, huh? Yeah, go ahead, man. So I got an artist I want to say, but I'm not going to say that artist because that artist fans well, will probably kill me. Um, well, now I'm curious. I know who you're talking about. We'll talk off of here. Um, <laughs> yeah. But outside of that artist, um, actually, it's not even that artist's vocal. It's just the music they make in general. Um, I think they're more talented than they lead on, but that's another conversation. I've been given a lot of hints over here. Well, if they, if they, I mean, if the shoe fits, I didn't say it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, I didn't say no names. Um, so if you think that that's your fave, then hey, talk to your fave. Uh, but I say Sam Smith. Hmm. Sam Smith. Yeah, he makes. That's almost like an older take, you know. Like he was a huge deal, like two, three years ago. Maybe even I more. Stupid song. Nah, like maybe like two years ago. Hmm. But I think he's still. People still give him. All right, well, fuck it then, Adele. Yeah, that Ooh. that's that's for Sam sure. Three Smith or four years. And I mean. She's huge though. She's like yeah. a legend at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, honestly, with both of them, I'm really thinking like I think the vocal ability is there, but it's probably more of a case of just I don't think they make good music sometimes. Like Adele makes the most boring music of most times. Same with Sam, I, Sam Smith's music is unlistenable to me. I agree with you. With the at least got a little blues in there. At least got yeah. a little 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 something. Little she angst. definitely has some songs I fool with, but for the most part, I'm like. They, they all kind of sound the same, all kind of that dreary, you broke my heart, kind of, you know. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, all that, all four albums you don't like or whatever. The, there's a fight. Ooh, give us it. Ooh, I like it when you sing you know it. What I'm saying? Give it to us. Yeah. You want to make that remix. That, that's a good one. That was like a, that was a steady audition song for me. <laughs> um, but I will say... She is kind of one note. She is kind of, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, there's Adele again. You know, yeah. I don't know what to expect. It's yeah. never, she's what's never the, getting What's that? New. Hello, one, two. I hate Hello. that song. Yeah, that's it's a weird me. one. A song isn't, that song is, I don't know how it got so huge. It was it. huge, too. There's yeah. nothing I catchy about song. it. There's nothing moving about it. It was pretty boring. The one Adele song I really liked when it came out. Uh, was she did a, a James Bond theme song? I think Skyfall. Yeah, Skyfall. When the crumble. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But also that, like, that was cool because it, it was that, not really her style. Yeah, it has that whole 60s kind of uh, thing going on in the mm. background, you know? Yes, yeah. except I will say Radiohead's version oh. of, of uh, yeah, yeah, their. Yeah, their, I wish yeah, their song would have did it. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Spectra. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't that know was, why. That was a huge mistake. <laughs> Huge mistake on uh, whoever made that decision. You fucked up. Actually, it was the next movie, and I think Sam Smith did that movie. Yeah, so they did right. Adele. Yeah. And then Sam Smith. I'm like, you're going to choose Sam Smith over Radiohead? Yeah, and it was a, such a whack Bond intro. Yeah, definitely. It was like, definitely. it was super depressing and like. I mean, so was Radiohead. But, but that's Radiohead. Radiohead <laughs> you know, that's what you get when you listen to Tom York. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, very much so. I'm going to go see him this month, I actually. I think I'm going to go, too. Nice. Possibly. Yeah, the Greek. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm stoked. If I'm in town, I'm, I'm there. Yeah. Anima is meant to be pretty interesting live, so yeah. I'm excited to hear shout out what Tom he's going to do. Yeah, shout out Tom York. Um, wow. If we're going back to high school and dark times, the eraser is, totally got me through that, man. Yeah. Like, Wow. 
that record really kind of changed changed my life, you know? So shout out Tom, thanks, and Johnny Greenwood and everyone else, but Flea and all those. Album recommendation of the week. Jaren, do you have one? Oh. Uh, I could start it off while you're saying, uh. Yeah, actually I, got, I do. It's going to be top of the head, really. LP. Oh, so you're going to cut me off. LP1 by FKA Twigs. That's the one. That's the one? Yeah, and I, I think, I don't think it's the best one, but I think it's a really good, consistent listen. I'll recommend the other EPs at other time, but for the time being, because I've been talking about it and I want to justify my claim that she's r and I'm going to go ahead and say, uh, <laughs> listen to LP1. LP1 by FK Twig, super creative record. All right, so for me, um, I was talking about this record a little earlier, uh, just kind of the mood I've been in. I'm going to go uh, Nipsey Hustle Victory Lab. We, I think we've done that one before. But Well, I'm doing it again. Yeah, fuck uh, it. That, that's where I'm at right I now. I love the shit out of that record, yeah, too, man. man. Um, it's just like if you you know, you know feel like you got stuff you got to do, you grinding, that's definitely the kind of space you want to be in. Like He just got that energy. Like he, he, he rubs off on you like, okay, well, yeah, I'm buying what Nipsey's selling. So. Fuck yeah. Good What stuff. about you, Jay? Well, I'm going to take it in a different direction. I just got back from the Monterey Jazz Festival last weekend, and I'm still on a major vibe. Um, so I got to give a shout out to James Francis. The album is Flight. It's his debut record coming to you from Blue Note. And it's got some really important people on there. Like, just amazing that this guy is coming up. Um, I'm excited to go check him out in Folsom when he's here. So check out that album. It's, it's Flight by James Francis. For sure. I don't know what I'm talking about. I have fun doing it. Yeah, I certainly have fun. I have an okay time, too. Yeah. Jay had an okay time? Ooh, well, I guess we're doing something there. Thanks for listening. We're the Audio Files. We'll see you next week. Peace.